Dixon Jane's episode 902, part B, begins now. Uh, yeah, batteries died. Um, and I, I just listened back to the previous six minutes, and it was, I did a very poor job of describing, you know, the visuals I could see, the memories that are still fresh in my mind. I, I could see it all. But the words I chose to, uh, you know, tell you about it, it, it was just, it was terrible. Um, which gets me back to that point. Well, no, that, that would be a story to write. And when you write, you have to so carefully choose your words and, and you know, sentence by sentence, getting it right and, and making it interesting to to read as opposed to this podcast, which is so often just me babbling on and not all that interesting to listen to, you know, even though I think my shit is gold. It just, uh, you know what I mean. Got a nice fire going now, really nice fire, big log put on. Um, it's my second fire. I mean, I had one that, it started almost by itself. I didn't use it. I haven't used any matches. <laughs> uh, the guy who left before me... Um, just had a good fire going, I guess, during the day. And, uh, so there was hot wood and coals in the, uh, in the fire pit. So I've brought along a real mixed bag and I bought a bag of, uh, firewood. So I've got a huge log, uh, on now that, um, has been in my garage and I tried to get my son to split it and it's just too damn solid and hard to split. And, and it was a, you know, a good... Yeah, quarter round, but that, that had to have been a big tree. And uh, anyway, it's uh, it's burning now, finally. And uh, the birds are cooing in the distance. I had a couple little bunny rabbits visit, which are so cute. And just stood up. I just I'm looking at a fence. What, uh, fifteen feet away? Do you do feet? Sorry, I don't know. Um. In meters? Okay, all right, right. No, it's only yeah, about three meters away, you know. Anyway, I'm... I stood there, and you're right, you're looking at the lake. You're, there's a little sandy, rocky beach. And I'm just a few feet up from it. Uh, but there's a fence in the way, and of course it would be a tumble getting down to it. But it was nice to hear the lapping of the water, so I'll, uh, I'll spend a little more time there tomorrow. Uh, in fact, why don't I take you along just for now, just, just to hear, see if we can hear any of the sound, okay? You with me? You coming? Come on, come on. Don't be lazy. Got my cane handy. I, I'm wearing my, uh, you know, these clogs or floppers or what do you call them? The, oh, Jesus. I must have, oh, I've had it too close to the fire. It feels all the wrong shape now on my foot. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it doesn't work on high sensitivity. Back to low. Back to low. Anyway, you, you can't hear all that well, but what the hell. Uh, yeah, nice looking out. Nice evening. Wearing my Fog Lounge baseball tee. Thought I was going to maybe see Tom this uh, this month, but uh, seems to have fallen through. Tom, if you're listening, what the hell happened, man? 
Did I uh, did I screw all that up? I think you were maybe looking for a place to stay, and I didn't give you a a, a, a warm welcome. So sure, come any time, stay as long as you want. I think I did quite the opposite. So sorry about that. Ah, there's a freight train again, putting on my long shirt because it uh, it's cooled down. It's cooled down. I poured myself a um, clamato juice, you know, Caesar. Get my shirt on. Hang on, will ya? And um, only drink mm, half of it. Gonna put the rest back. I told Barnacle Bill. He said, "Geez, you know, that can that I said I could make it last two days. He said it last me half an hour." He said, "Why don't you buy?" Just get a whole pitcher and make a whole pitcher full of uh, Caesars at home. But he's a much heavier drinker than I am. I've slowed down a lot. I'm walking to the van now, in case you're wondering. Ooh, what is that noise? Another freight train in the distance. Man, it's a busy freight line along here, along the shores of uh, Lake Ontario. Hang on while I put this down and uh, get organized. Just a sec, eh? I was going to get a beer. I've got a pompous ass. A Guinness? No. A Kilkenny? No. Carly? No. No, I guess the pompous ass would be the right one. So that's what we'll do. Now, do I want my red cup for this, or do you want the great big silver cup? I think it's time for the big silver cup, right? Yeah. Hang on. Big shiny, ah, they're stuck together. Damn, hang on. Oh, I was holding the beer, <laughs> I'm talking into the can of beer, thinking it was the mic. I mean, I didn't think that, but my unconscious mind, one part of me, thought that because I was holding it up. Uh, anyway, just forget that, would you? Let's go. Got our beer, let's go. I haven't had any supper yet, and it's 8.30, and I, I should... I often, when I, I neglect eating when I get when I go camping, and have a few drinks, have a toke, and then I just really don't care about food that much. I'd like people who get the yummy yums when they smoke up. Hang on. I'm sitting down, but I have to do it oh, so carefully. Okay, I've got my little uh, footstool. Here we go. Paper towels, I don't need those. All right, so put the can in there. I'm, I'm going to put you down here. It's really, you know, you're annoying me. You. All right, hang on. Whoa. There we go. Oh, now it's stuck in the glass. All right. And these are these cups. Now, the, it, you wouldn't believe the colors of this. I, I found these. They were getting rid of them. Maybe there's something bad or dangerous. There's some chemicals in here that aren't good for you. Um, because I found them on a discount in Staples. I thought, oh, my God. Those are the coolest glasses I've ever seen. They just, they just, it's just a continual color shift. You, you look at it. It's, it's just like you're, you're, you're high. 
Oh my God, I got gorgeous reflex. Oh my, th- I'm so glad I went in and got this cup. Love these suckers. Oh, it, I'm, it's stunning. It is stunning. Oh, I've got to get a picture of that. Except the picture would never capture it. But I'm going to try anyway. Hang on, would you? Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hang on. No, the picture just doesn't... Uh, just doesn't do it. But try anyway. Take a picture anyway. Oh. Okay. Oh, you still there? Sorry about that. Uh, cheers, folks. From a pompous ass to you. Ah, mighty fine. I'll tell you right now, I am on top of the world. I'm, I'm reflecting back on my life, my time in Japan, what that meant to me, that one-way ticket, that, that, that time in Vancouver. You know, I had the plan. I mean, I, I drove from Ottawa, got to Vancouver, broken car, lost the girlfriend, fe- everything fell apart, couldn't get a good job. And uh, Rob writing out lots of jobs, and that was the tipping point. Thank you, Rob. That's Rob Balser I'm talking about. Uh, Singapore Sam, formerly, Thailand Tom. Uh, great photographer. And kind of a special friend. Uh, we've we've shared some good times in Japan together. He took me, and I'm going to tell you this, Rob. You took me to the most disgusting show I have ever seen in my entire life. This was in Yokohama. You knew it was on down an alley, and I know they don't even run those shows. I mean, it was live on stage. You know, I think there was a line of American soldiers lined up, and... Uh, Anyway, <laughs> oh, I was awful. Oh my god! You know, this is my first few days in Japan, but uh, I just fell in love with Yokohama. Just fell in love with Yokohama, and it changed everything. Changed everything. And to think that, like, like it, it feels like I took hold of life and went out into it. And even even the leaving, leaving with Naoko on a Russian freighter. I mean, this is romantic shit, boys and girls. I'm, I know, I know, I know. Painful to listen to. It's just Ken bragging again. But God damn it, why shouldn't I be proud of that? That image standing up on the deck of a Russian freighter, looking down at my wife at the on the bow, standing there, leaving her country, and thinking of my grandmother leaving England by ship, you know. Back in her time, 1910, when she first came to uh, Vancouver Island, maybe it was sooner. (sighs) And holding these pieces, and I guess there's still a part of me that wants to capture them somehow. And I can't do it through talking, but writing little stories and thinking how to do it. And do you just break it up like one story about just a a night drinking with OJ in, in Yokohama? Yeah, just restrict it to one piece. But all the pieces could add up, you know? 
but the the other voice like why do you have to do that you've lived it you had it you're living now right now man you're in a beautiful spot you're in darlington provincial park sitting on lake ontario in in it's got to be about the best camp spot in this thing you saw it on a map you just knew you still got it ken you you looked at that map you said holy fuck that one looks like it's right on the water oh yeah oh just grab that one and uh, here I am, and uh, like I can't see either neighbor. I can't see anybody except for Lake Ontario in front of me, and this beautiful fire I've got lit. Sitting in my chair, my footstool, my cane, my pompous ass, English ale—that's suiting, that's fitting—in my wonderful shiny. Oh, it's completely different color now. Completely different. Not nearly as beautiful. It's changing again. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Ask to see these next time you meet me, you know, for together. If you happen to be traveling with me in the road track, ask to see the cups. Bruce will love them. Deb and Brentville. So it's, you see, it's not just the past. It's looking to the future. Holy shit. Next week, I'm going to be camping with Bruce, sitting around a fire with Bruce, my old buddy. So last weekend, I was sitting around a fire. No, we didn't sit around a fire. <laughs> we sat inside around a candle in the road track and talked till 3.30. I had said something odd about that. Talk too much. And now, a- afterwards, I'm looking back and looking back. That was, a, that was a special time with the Nova Scotia guy. And I think it was really weird at the end. I put some kind of spin on it that, that wasn't quite right. And I'm, I've been... Backpedaling, coming back. No, 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 no. Hey, well, things were right the way they were. Your perception was a little off, but it was, uh, it was, it was kind of neat. It was good. And then in August, I'm going to be driving this damn thing with Debbie and Brent. Debbie, a girlfriend from more than fifty years ago. You know, <clears throat> sorry, not. Um, just. This is new. Like, we're still creating new memories. There's still new things happening. This is going to be a tour of Prince Edward Island, the Cabot Trail, Nova Scotia. This New Brunswick. This is going to be a special trip. Holy shit, man. That's something to look forward to. That's something to look forward to and enjoy while you're in it. And we will. We'll make it special. It's guaranteed. The great people. So I'm I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm feeling good. And it's as if so often I have to evaluate, have to stop and, and check. You know, am I okay? Is that is that true? Maybe it's not true. Maybe the, what what is the message? I have to brag. I have to tell everybody how great my life is. I don't like. Don't like that. It kind of spills out, but, uh, I mean, it's, you know, what the fuck? Only an insecure person would do that. Anyway, <laughs> when I'm not talking to you, I'm feeling fine. You know, when I'm not being analyzed. Um, I, I just, like, I'm feeling good about being able to do this. Got the road track. Find that spot on the map. Yep, that's a spot. And here I am. Got it. Nailed it. Stamped it. Licked it. Chewed it. <laughs> and uh, got a fire going. Yeah, I know how to build a fire. I know how to survive camping. I can manage. I'm okay. Jesus. 
And then there are a whole lot of things I just don't talk about. And uh, those are the ones that are probably more interesting and more meaningful to you, other than me waving the flag of past victories, memories, and things I'm proud of. But the things I'm not proud of. Nope, 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 nope. Not going to go there. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Don't want to do that. Plenty of them. Can we just maybe just hold on to feeling good for a while? Can, can we just do that? How about if we just stop fucking talking? Yeah. That's the right choice. Back to my beer and uh, back to pushing the reset button. Kick up this fire a little bit and uh, fuck you. I'll do what I do. Bye for now. Chick, chick, and good morning. A sip of my instant coffee uh, with a mix of one of these flavored pouches. Uh, it's okay. And it's simpler than just getting out the whole damn coffee machine. And, uh, yeah. Just boil some water in the microwave and uh, add your instant stuff and you're done. You got a coffee? Uh, very fresh, multigrain, everything, bagel, oh, with peanut butter, oh, it was so good, ooh, 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 got a banana waiting, and I think I'm going to save that for some uh, cereal with milk. At home, before I come camping, I mix up, I've got at least four different kinds of cereal in the cupboard, and so I mix them all together, uh, bran flakes, add in extra raisins, some flavored Cheerios, um, another, what do you call those that you need? <laughs> fiber, some with fiber, and then another one of the really, uh, you know, almond flake type things. Ah, anyway, we'll get to that later. I'm sitting back in my chair by the fire where I left it out all night. I'm glad instead of, you know, normally put things away, especially if it looks like rain or... You know, this, this campsite, the spot I have, has got to be right up there in the, the the top five ever, I guess. I mean, there's nothing, you know, some, they all have different qualities. Others, it's just for the trees above you, and that's fine. But this is to be looking straight at Lake Ontario and hearing the waves coming in. You don't hear the trains during the daytime. I guess most of them run at night. I, and I love the sound of the trains at night. You you might have heard a few. Uh, and that's, I mean, really, that's almost a bonus. But um, you could, yeah, with night, you know how the way sound sort of changes, and you know, distant sounds reach you. Uh, so you could hear some uh, transport trucks on the highway gearing down. Uh, but uh, otherwise, just great. I had a wonderful fire, and I left it. I had uh, that big log that I couldn't split. I finally put on, and one more big piece. And I watched them till it was just small pieces of glowing coals. I mean, completely burned down. And it was good. It was it was a wonderful fire, and just that time of just sitting there. I stayed till about quarter past one 
Yeah, that's late for me for camping. Usually people are in bed much earlier. But I I had this thing. I wasn't going to let it go till there was no more flames. And as long as a little air kept in. These, these are well-designed um, fire pits, these cast iron things. I don't know if it's cast iron. It looks like it. Uh, anyway, the, they've got holes all around for the air to come in. And it'll just catch under the log, and suddenly there's a burst of flame. And so I, I watched until there was guaranteed no more flames. I used my poker. It took a real beating last night, the uh, the Huron poker that I keep talking about, because silly little things like having the same poker, and it's a dandy, and this is the one picked up on the shores of Lake Huron, and it's been with me every campsite for... I don't know whether it was pre-COVID, maybe when I got it, but uh, and it'll it'll make the trip to Nova Scotia, and it gets a little shorter after each extended fire. But uh, it's it's just it's neat. It's just like having favorite cups to drink from. Uh, the mug I'm using now, it's a big black mug, which I normally reserve for guests, but it holds the most. Unlike my favorite treasured red one, it's got a nice pattern on it and texture. And it's perfect for just put it in the microwave full of water and, uh, you know, you got to do two minutes, two minutes, one minute, until it's hot enough to dissolve all the coffee. Uh, and, you know, you put the coffee in after the water is hot. But anyway, it's the little things. The fact that I found the right way to sit in one particular, the Coleman chair, where the bars sort of bite into you after a while. Cliff Cliff mentioned that. And I have an extra little seat that old people carry when they have these walkers. There's sort of a little wedge seat that they put on them, you know, and it's designed, I'm sure, by some physician somewhere to, you know, it's just perfect for the circulation, whatever. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, my wife gave it to me. It was something that was she found, and it does the trick. And each little piece becomes part of your camping routine. It's just it, it is maybe maybe it's part of growing old too. When you have your your systems in place, your routines. I don't know what it's not. It's not routine because it's continuing to evolve to get a little better each time. A little smarter, uh, you know, a little smoother, a little more efficient, a little more, I don't know, comfortable. All those things. Um, But I'm going over in my head this idea of suddenly going from this in August to sharing with, you know, three people in this camper. Like, I've, I've never done that. And I'm 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 growing a little concerned. What have I walked, talked myself into here? It just seems neat. I mean, there it's just outrageously expensive this year, in particular, to rent a camping van if you could find one. Uh, I heard you can't even rent a car in Newfoundland this summer. They're booked solid. Everything's reserved, um, and just so for my friends, this could be a, a great solution for Deb and Brent. But, boy, I'm going to have to surrender a lot of control. Um, 
Because, like, just the way I just made my coffee, well, that might not be the way they want their coffee in the morning. And coffee's a special, precious thing. Now, we, we get along, um, and we can joke, and we can laugh, and I think that's the, the plus factor, which is drawing us to, you know, thinking, yeah, maybe we should do this. I think it's past the point of maybe, but I realized as I thought about it last night, oh my God, there's an awful lot to sort out. But, I mean, the biggest factor, limiting factor, it only sleeps two. Uh, to me, it's it sleeps one. But uh, if it if it's going to a campground like Fundy National Park, for example, and by the way, I'm just I'm airing things out here. I'm just helping clear my own head, so uh, you, you don't have to listen. <sighs> Fundy National Park. Well, where's the third person going to sleep? Well, that would be me. So that's why I got the tent out and aired it out and said, well, if Brent can make it, I can maybe sleep in it. But can I? I can barely get up off the ground. Like, what's it going to be like? You know, inside a tent with a, not a, it's a dome tent, but not a high ceiling of me trying to get up because basically you got to use your hands and knees. Well, the knee that had the the knee that was replaced doesn't like to be kneed on. <laughs> and that's a very limiting factor. And with a nylon tent with these sort of poles, the flexible poles, there's nothing to hold on to to pull yourself up. Like I'm constantly, boy, you see me go upstairs. I got two hands on the railing. I'm pulling myself up the stairs. So I think when I go with um, Bruce next week, Um, for our camping trip, we're going to, the plan is to pitch the tent. I'll need Bruce to do that. I'll help. And for me to maybe try sleeping in the tent or at least lying down in it, um, and seeing, you know, what can be made of that. Is it, is it a possibility? Otherwise, what do you do? My original thought was, well, they'll stay in cottages and I'll just conveniently park my road trek in front of their cottage and stay there. And they'll have the use of it. But, camp, you know, national parks, provincial parks, that option's not always there. There are a few with yurts, but that's not common. So anyway, anyway that's a big deal. And, and, and then I thought back, well, wait a minute now. Alvin, Robin, and I drove from Kingston, Ontario, all the way down across the states through Texas and New Orleans all the way to uh, the Yucatan Peninsula. Is it the Yucatan Peninsula? Is that is that right? Anyway, to the Yucatan uh, and Oaxaca and all over Mexico in this carpet van. We call it a carpet van. It was just a van with an extended rear so he could put huge rolls of carpets. Alvin used to be a carpet installer. Uh, his own business, so we slept in that. You know that this was there was no toilet. There was no you know when we when we finally arrived and stayed on the beach in Mexico in uh, in Selena. Um, no no no. Uh, what, what was Quintana Roo? Quintana Roo. Before it was all developed with the new places they've got there and there down there now. Uh, Tulum and so on. There was nothing there, not even food. 
Um, and we had our own little, each had our own toilet spot in the bush. Uh, we camped under this thatched hut. Uh, and we slept, the three of us, in the van. So we managed. That was 1976, I guess. So we're going back a few years. But other adventures. So part of me should be really looking forward to this. Oh, my God, you're going to have another adventure. The Maritime Provinces with people like Deb, I've known since 1969, uh, 1970, actually, when I came back from Europe. That's right, Glenn's sister, dear Glenn. Um, and I guess we lived together for a few years. So we, we, I mean, we were a couple. Uh, and it was a very special time in our lives in, in Vancouver, North Vancouver. So... I've had to think about, well, how does my wife see this? How does Naoko see me heading off with an ex-girlfriend of more than 50 years ago, who she knows very well? They've come, they've stayed with us, we, we know them, they're, they're close to my son. So there is, there's no issue there. I mean, they're happily married, uh, Deb and Brent. But... But I guess there are no buts. I, I'm still working it all out in my head, and I guess that's something I do on the Dixon Jane's podcast. Try to try to clear my head, get some clear thinking. So I'm going to park that, and if you're still with me, move on to a new topic, and that is sitting by the fire last night in the dark alone. Um, got a little bit high, finished off the finished off a joint. Had a boy. Two beer in the afternoon, then a half a Caesar, other half is still in the fridge, um, then two beer in the evening, all of them, you know, over the space of hours, you know, uh, many hours, and a joint, you know, and broken up into three different settings. Um, so I, I, yeah, I had a nice glow going, but I was... I was trying to, something that's so hard to explain, to hold the moment, to hold the now, like, to make significance of it, to, it's so hard. (coughs) I don't know what, I wanted to make it more real, is that it? And what I what I found I was looking for was I wanted to connect to something other than me. I wanted to, I had a need to connect. I was existing, I, I was like I am now. But now, there's this other layer. I, I referred to in that story I, I read on the last podcast, or maybe it was nine hundred. Um, of there's, there's an illusion to this Dixon Jane's podcast. There's like a filter. There's a... It's not real. Gosh. I I guess I wanted... I wanted it... I wanted the... The... Situation last night to be... To turn up the real. Turn it up past 11 somehow. Um, And of course I couldn't. 
and then found no really what you want you want to connect but there's i wanted like god i wanted i wanted i thought it would be comforting if i believed in god and i could say god thank you now but i don't know where to direct that thanks i mean i i you know i've vaguely talked about thanking all humanity and all the men before me who have made got us to this point in evolution in 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 culture and society and in, in to the point where gosh i can drive to a place in a in a motorized vehicle pull out a collapsible chair make coffee without having to hunt or kill an animal you know for my sustenance just just to to the point of where we are now in life wow there's been an awful lot of work done by an awful lot of people before me maybe that's a sidebar but it was wanting wanting to connect to to even to myself well to me and it, it was hard like what do you do you you exist in the moment how do you make it more real? Like, I guess... Yeah. I felt a need. And and I, I guess I was alone. I was just me. And, and then I think I reached a point when I, it was good to be just me. Because I was able to sit there and think, hey... You did choose to come out here on your own and have this time by yourself, and you're doing it successfully. And it's good because it allows you this time to reflect and to be away and to not need any other person. And of course, from there, I went to reflecting back and reliving the decision to go to Japan, that time in Japan, how it did change everything about my life. And here I am again, now, not high, not feeling that same need to connect, and yet here I am, sort of, trying to connect to you, the listener, to say, hey, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Probably not. I guess my focus just really isn't clear. You know, I, I, I don't really know what it is I'm after. I think I have to stop there. I think this is, uh, have we reached a dead end? Because dead comes into it, of course. Okay. Is, you know, I, and I know, you know, hopefully we in the right frame of mind, but I, I will look back on a, on a life well lived and, and feel good about that. I know the other thing is I, I spent a lot of time thinking about my, the people who do count and who I, you know, I think an episode or so ago, maybe it was the end of 900, felt bad about neglecting and that is my my wife and two sons and you know who have I been to them have I done enough what more can I should I 
Need I do? Some of you, I guess, just go about your lives and aren't questioned by a lot of these, and in which case you would find this very uh, uninteresting and um, either stop listening to this whole podcast years ago or fast forward now and uh, you know, hope that there might be something that tweaks your interest, some joke or something. But uh, So anyway, and I'm fine with that. I'd prefer nobody listened to didn't really want to get into this. Maybe, you know, pull in another link here. Maybe Kenneth is doing that already. He's uh, 40 years younger than me. And uh, there he is on these this trek, this journey under the demon Hitler's son. Um, it, it just putting meaning into his life in a most unusual way. And, and I guess maybe this, this is, you know, to, to wrap it all up, we are all different. We are, we, we are wired differently. We have to be. This is what accounts for evolution. Um, this is what got us here. And we should be celebrating our differences and except for, <laughs> except for the Jeffrey Dahmers and, uh, uh, the, people whose difference makes them be cruel oh that's just part of the price in this crazy 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 game called life like wow and the the fact of you know the possibility of well, no just man was an experiment and uh, he did himself in that's as far as he got you know, could happen. By the way, um, I did post something on my Facebook account. Um, I really, um, I read it last night, and it really, really, really hit home. Um, I, I, I don't know. Gosh, should be on my Facebook page. I just posted it, and it doesn't seem to be there. Ah, yes, here it is. An open letter to white evangelicals. And it's entitled, We're Done With You. Now, I gave credit to somebody called Mark Kemp, but he is just retreating, reprinting this letter from a North Carolina pastor, John Pavlovitz. And it's called Dear White White Evangelicals. Uh, it is the most powerful letter. Now, maybe because I was high, it, it really hit home, but everything rang true. Uh, and it's just about, you know, how could you possibly be supporting Trump unless you really are, at heart, white supremacists? That's really what it came down to. You're protecting your white image. You you call yourself Christians, and you are you are not. Uh, it, it was just so well-crafted. It's the kind of thing that, again, gives me hope. And I go back, and I go back, and I go back. If you're ever looking for something to save you from the misery of the world, look to the arts. Think of the artists. And there is our hope. Uh, What did he say? Mm, 
they see that all you're really interested in doing is making a god in your own ivory image and demanding that the world bow down to it. They recognize this is all about white Republican Jesus, not dark-skinned Jesus of Nazareth. Wow. Uh, okay. I'm going to stop at that point. Scarborough dude signing off. Sorry if I uh, was a little unfocused, but I guess that's what happens when you smoke dope. Bye for now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, add a closing note. I, I don't know how much time I've used. I, you know, some of these podcasts, usually I can just judge and I end up at about an hour, very close to it, or right on. This time I have no idea how much I've said and when I started. But uh, I thought it was fitting to give a goodbye from Darlington Provincial Park. I am so glad I thought about it, realized I had the time, you know, just, just for one night, just I mean, just get in the van and drive. It's just that simple. I unplug it, I get home, I plug it back in. That's it. And um, so I'm now at the, uh, it's just almost one o'clock on Canada Day, July 1st, of course. And, um, you know, we have to be out of here by two and I make sure I'll be on the road by then only, you know, 45 minute drive home. It's incredible. I, I should be doing this more often, but of course it's uh, it's a very popular spot. And the, the other problem is I would want this spot and the chances of getting this same spot again are, are pretty slim. Maybe in the fall. Uh, but I will keep an eye out for it. Uh, but uh, next time you hear from me, I don't know, I'll be uh, camping in um, Charbot Lake. Hopefully meeting up with Mr. Wilby. Um, but, uh, you know, here I am. I'm, I'm trying to close this off. And really what I did was interrupt my piece. I was sitting in my chair. The last thing I have to pack up is fold up this Coleman chair stuff it in the big bag and then fit it into under the bed in the back of the van and I guess the thing I wanted to share again I've, I've talked about this before is when you're camping you, you, you develop a system a way of being kind of efficient so I mean I looked around I had a table I had a footstool I had a bag a box another bag a pile of wood, uh, a tablecloth, all the clips. I had a lot of stuff scattered around. The poker, you know, the Huron poker. And it all had to eventually go back in. But you don't want to sort of make one big, oh my God, i got to pack up now and do all this at once. So you think about, you know, what, what you don't need. Well, I don't need that wood for... I'm not going to build another fire today. Okay, this is your first decision. So... You pick up those boxes one at a time. And again, I'm talking an old man using a cane. I've got to be careful walking. And just park it beside the door. Don't don't have to load it into the van yet, but just put it, you know, the first step. to Put it beside the door. So, you know, then come back and sit down for a while and read or, you know, whatever. Just relax. So they're, they're there. 
And then later on, oh, tablecloth. Well, it got really dirty last night because I put the grill on it. Okay, just get a cloth and maybe let's clean off the tablecloth and you're not going to be eating at it. Uh, fold it up as best you can in the wind. Put all the clips and then find a place. Where are you going to put those clips? You're going to want them. Okay, I have a special drawer inside a cabinet. That's a good place for the clips. They'll just go there. you got a place for everything. Where's the tablecloth going to go? It's going to go folded neatly in a drawer with other cloths and things, you know. There's a place for everything. Meanwhile, the, the wood is still outside the van. Ah, well, I'm gonna need not gonna need the poker. Where's the poker go? It goes and it leans against the back of the van with the uh, the grill, and the grill has its own sort of bag that it goes in to keep it from, you know, touching too many surfaces. Just lean that against the back until you're ready to put a couple of things back in, and it's just it was just such a slow. Step-by-step procedure, none of them too much, none of them tiring. Everyone, you know, in it, in its time, in its way, in its fashion. And now I look around, and it's just me and this chair. Well, I'm holding the digital recorder. I know exactly where that goes. Uh, and my iPhone and my cane. But, like, this is just the last step, and... and Oh, how simple. And it's so nice to be prepared. You know, that's why it's nice leaving or having until 2 in the afternoon. So you're not in a rush in the morning to pack up and get the hell out. Uh, And what I did, I sat there, I had my nice bowl of cereal in the morning, and then thought, you know, no point waiting till you get home to eat. You got that sausage left over from last night. The sausages you put in the grill and you cooked over the fire. You know, really just sat there and roasted them over this hot, blazing fire I had all night. Eat one last night in a wrap, oh, get another one. Microwave for a minute, wrapped in a, uh, you know, um, cloth or uh, paper towel. Get out the uh, little pita slice, pita bread. And then get out the uh, uh, garlic hummus, spread that. Put the sauce, wrap it real tight, and chomp into that. And oh my God, is that tasty. And just the simple pleasures of camping. And and kind of a, a calmness. You, you know me, I'm not a very calm person. I'm kind of, uh, I'd like to be, but I'm excitable. I, I poke at things. I was just teasing my friend Shane in Windsor by... I always, if I don't hear from him for a while, I, I, I'll send a really stupid joke, really kind of an annoying joke that that I find very funny, but of course nobody else would or does. Uh, but that gets his attention, and then we have a little exchange, and everything's fine. Uh, but, <laughs> in other words, I was sitting here very, very, almost in a zen-like calm, And then I let the thought enter my head. Hey, you should tell them about it. (laughs) And here we are. I am trapped in this bloody podcast thing. I can't escape. It's like I'm I'm in a cage. And I just can't get out. I can see outside. But I I just can't free myself of these confines. You know what? The walls are invisible. But somehow there's some force that keeps me here. Uh, So I'd like to end on that note. Some of you will appreciate what I've had to say, and uh, 
<laughs> well, those who won't, won't be listening. We know that. So, signing off from uh, a, a very, very nice 24-hour escape here at uh, Darlington Provincial Park. Uh, grateful for the um, well, the park workers, for the government, the provincial government that maybe could fund this a little better, but just, you know, keeps keeps it going. Realize that this is for the people. And um, again, the last thought is I still feel this need to thank something, someone for the, the easy and enjoyable life I have today. Um, I tried reading the um, uh, Bill Bryson book and, and got into DNA, and that, that was a, an interesting passage. That was another part of this trip. I, I have my library of um, CDs, and I've also got a good book library in the, uh, in the road trek, too. And uh, this one, um, I think it's Everything You Need to Know About the Universe or something like that. Uh, in his just wonderful style of writing that keeps it human and interesting, but also a lot of thoughts on science that I just simply am I'm very weak on. So that that was a that was a bonus, a little time just sitting here. And now that the uh, there's no more rain, I'm going to go get that book again and read just a little more before I back my van out of here and head home. So Scarborough Dude signing off, uh, feeling very very happy. Uh, apologies to people who said, oh my God, number 900 was such a downer. Um, well, it is what it was. <laughs> and uh, this is what it is. Bye for now. You can't hear it, but I'm just listening to the lapping of the waves hitting the shore. It's a very, very calming sound. <laughs>